welcome back to the 1208-Bit Nerd Church Podcast. Today, Tyler and I are talking about all things Batman. But before we do that, uh, 1208-Bit Nerd Church Podcast is brought to you by the Jackson Cloud. If you're looking for an online church during Corona because you don't have one or uh, you can't get to one safely, well, you can join us here. We've got podcasts. We've got church episodes, morning show episodes three times a week. Uh, and then the community grows on Discord. So go to Jackson Cloud, that's jxncloud.com, to find the link to the Discord. And for now, let's go ahead and hop into Batman, which, when I was growing up, back in the 90s, uh, I would watch the Batman cartoon a lot, and that was much of my introduction to Batman. So I skipped over this phase of Adam West <laughs> and the oh, ridiculous my. Batman but I moved to the phase of um, of Batman cartoons, which I don't think I realized just how dark those sometimes are. Oh, yeah, those were super edgy. <laughs> Until I grew up and I'm like, my parents were fine with me. Like, let's battle about Power Rangers. I don't know if we should have that kind of <laughs> violence in the house. Let's, let's watch over uh, Pokemon. We don't want to get into evolution. You know, actually, my parents didn't care about that one, but... Uh, but Batman like was just like, oh, yeah, we all know Batman. Whatever, go watch that. And as I get older, I'm like, you know, the Joker was pretty creepy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and everything in that show, technically, like, everybody's super dark. So Oh, yeah. Even Batman himself has, like, very big moral choices all the time in that show. And Yeah. And that, that voice actor for Batman... Still kind of the classic voice actor. I'm trying to remember his name. Keith, maybe? You know who the voice actor for the Joker in that is, right? Mark Hamill? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to know the guy, though. Batman voice actor was... Adam West is what popped up. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Conroy. Oh, Uh, yeah, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, and they still bring him in sometimes to, to do some things. So, like... I think I think there was like a big deal about him still doing it in a recent thing, but yeah. Uh, so where are we going with this? You said Batman Day is coming up or something. Yeah, Batman Day is coming up on the twenty first of September. Didn't know there was a Batman Day. Yep, it's the day that he was uh, first released in Detective Comics or DC mm. Comics. Um, he actually came in to being a little bit earlier though so he actually came into being in may of 1939 Mm -hmm. uh and he just was kind of a part of a like a small comic kind of made an appearance like how superman made it into action comics um originally and had all these like super giant powers batman was just kind of like a detective and (laughs) with some really tight clothes yeah and that was his like shtick uh, I actually I didn't really get into Batman until the the Christopher Nolan like trilogy, uh-huh. um, but that was because I was like what middle school high school when that started coming out, um, but that's what got me into superheroes a little bit was those movies those uh, incredibly awesome movies a fun fact about those movies, um, so what's his name. The guy who played Batman in there, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. You must have really liked those movies. <laughs> well, I do, but I, I don't. I don't remember right now. It's early. Uh, Christian Bale refused to play Batman if Robin appeared anywhere in the trilogy. What? 
Like why? I don't know. All right. Like if Robin showed up, he just was like, nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna be there. I always wondered why Robin wasn't in it. Now I know. Yeah, that's he, weird. He refused to do it. Christian Bale hates Robin. Yeah. Go on. I, I, I don't know. I don't know this. why uh, or anything like that. But yeah, I remember hearing about that and being like, "What's the problem with Robin, man? <laughs> Whatever happened?" But I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, so, so Superman, out of all the heroes, is my favorite. So we'll have to talk about Superman at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite superhero? Um, Spider Man was always my classic superhero, just because he. I enjoyed the comedic, like, kind of jokingness to his character, which superheroes didn't always come across with. Not in DC, for sure. No, yeah, and DC was what most of the cartoons that I grew up with were, is Batman, Superman. I kind of got tired of Superman when I realized... (laughs) That movie where he lifts an island out of the ground while having kryptonite in his side, I was like, well, this is just impossible. Like, (laughs) this dude can do anything. Why am I watching this? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, he can do anything. Batman was always like, you know, that guy really doesn't have... The only superpowers he has is money. And he's pretty impressive for just working off of that. Which is a uh, pretty impressive superpower in the DC Universe because he can apparently learn... You know, like over nine hundred like versions of martial arts, <laughs> and uh, he he can like have super smell, but he doesn't. He's it's not really super smell. He's just trained himself to smell really good. I smell like bats. I smell like bats. <laughs> uh, so while he doesn't have superpowers, he definitely is a super being compared to like the average human. Because apparently, money can just buy you anything in this universe. No. Um, but he has some really cool, like, I, I love the way that Batman, like, deduces things, right? Like, uh, I, whenever I was reading a comic or watching a cartoon or something, I loved to watch how Batman, like, thought his process through. And they'd usually, like, pull a Sherlock Holmes where they'd, like, show you what happens and then we go through, like, Batman's process of, like, oh, no, I knew that. Superman was going to flip out at this point and I uh, go crazy. So that's why I set up this kryptonite bomb to blow up at this moment so that it would calm soups down while I had Wonder Woman do this this crazy thing over here on the side. And you're like, oh, It sounds okay. like you're doing a Lego movie, Batman, right there. I mean, oh, no, soups. I knew you was going to go crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's that's... If you were, like, taking Batman's character from, like, what we view him as just, like, outside of a lot of his comics, that's really what he is a lot of the time to me. Um, <laughs> Lego Batman. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie's a classic. I don't care what anyone says. I was cracking up the whole time. <laughs> Unless you want to say something mean about it, then I have to care because it's No, no. I, I don't know if I ever actually watched the Lego Batman movie. What? Yeah, I don't think Dude. I Dude! <laughs> There's no movie that's done a better job at poking fun of itself than the Lego Batman movie. I have to watch it. You I mean, have I want to. Watch to. It. But, uh, yeah, I've just, I've just I never... Just have no family and friends. That's all I want. But I don't. <laughs> you gotta see it. You'd love it. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Uh, but Batman, for me, has always just been a kind of a joke figure even though he tries to be serious a lot right he tries to have all these moments where he's super cool he's super edgy he's like gonna he's gonna be smarter than everybody else and i can't in the nerd community a lot of people that really like batman that's what that's the batman that they go for Mm -hmm. whenever i want batman i want him to kind of be like really good at what he does 
so like I got introduced to a really edgy Batman who's like super good at everything, but like there's something special with like the Adam West Batman <laughs> that like you just something can't get. Special is uh... you can't get that anywhere else, but you can get the Batman that you see in like though in like any edgy Batman movie or any edgy Batman story. You can get that like superhero from a lot of other like characters. You can't get Adam West's Batman out of many characters. <laughs> or no one at all. No, really. you just no. can't. Yeah. No one can copy that. That's that's impressive. Maybe no one should copy that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there are at some points you probably shouldn't, shouldn't, not, <laughs> shouldn't at all. But, you know. Uh, so, that's kind of where I... I kind of went with Batman. I always liked the more of the jokey side of Batman, so I think I would like the Lego Batman movies. Oh, you would love it then. Yeah. I uh, I really loved the the Lego movie, and Batman in it was also like fantastic. Uh, so you know, yeah, I think I would fall. I think it would fall towards a pretty good on my my scale, but I haven't seen it. So, but my favorite part of Batman isn't actually Batman; it's the Joker course it would be yeah i i love the joker the way that the joker um messes with batman the way that the joker kind of makes us all realize that we what we could become like if we let like um if we let ourselves kind of fall over to the the not the dark side but the um the insane and psychotic ridiculousness of- well it depends on the joker that you get <laughs> yeah in the more serious movies you get the joker that's being more he's just an op he's just a batman who went too far like he's a batman explain that so like batman himself tries to take justice out like on criminals he beats them up he he takes them to the edge (laughs) of killing them which i've also seen some very satirical like cartoons about where it's like no i don't kill anyone and then he just like the people are like, please, I have hospital bills. Yeah, and he just like, continues You're taking away my family. I'll never kill you. <laughs> and then he's like punching them more and more. I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. He was he torture people for yeah. information. I mean, like this Batman is playing on the edge of what the Joker does, and the Joker also like pulls out pulls justice on people. Like we see him specifically. Like let's talk about the uh, Christopher Nolan movies. He he takes out mob bosses he's stopping evil he's just doing it in a way that we view as chaotic because we want for the character that's doing justice to only do it to the bad people to where or people that are doing like violence right to where the joker sees people that are trying to like embezzle money and stuff like that well they're also evil so why shouldn't i kill them too batman you know like that's like the Joker is just taking what Batman stands for that idea of like I'm not going to kill no matter what like no matter what happens um and you know you, you ignore like the violence that Batman's doing a lot like you're supposed to kind of is what they kind of get at is you're not supposed to see Batman like punching someone as this like violent act but more as like a self-defense thing obviously doesn't come across like that when no. you're looking at it you're like oh that's uh that's that's pretty violent Batman why are you doing that yeah uh but if he didn't do that, it wouldn't be considered cool or anything, you know. And people would be like, why can't Batman punch people? Why am I just talking to people the entire game? Doesn't he just sling people and hang them upside down all the time? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that the Joker is that, that opposite side of the coin. The Batman who's gone too far. And you see that in a lot of the comics, um, especially the newer comics. Like, he becomes this... Um, 
like t- Batman even becomes the Joker in some of the newer comics. Yeah, I've heard about those. The Batman who laughs. Oh, is that what that one is? Yep. Is there a movie on that one? Uh, there should be a, like cartoon. Like movie, a cartoon yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I never thought about the Joker in that light before. It kind of paints it in a more interesting, like, you know, mm-hmm. both of them just trying to find their own kind of form of. You got Batman and then anti-Batman Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that brings it to a different kind of light than, than I thought about it before. Well, it's all of Batman's villains. Yeah. And there always seems to be a special relationship between Batman and the Joker as far as, like, oh, yeah. good and bad go. I don't know if there's, like, a reason for that. I mean, it's, it's a huge joke in the Lego movie because, uh, like, basically... Um, Batman and, and Joker. Joker's like, wait, are you seeing other bad guys now? Like, <laughs> I'm your bad guy. What are you doing? And that's like a huge part of the plot. Like, Joker's like crying, like, he chose me kind of thing, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that that actually speaks to like what they do a lot. So all of Batman's villains are that like, what if Batman decided to embrace chaos what if batman decided to embrace like the greed that he has because batman has money but it's what batman does with that money that makes him different than the villains the villains use it to try to suppress other people um but they, they play them usually just on the edge so that you know like like especially with like the penguin and stuff like that they the way that they play them is supposed to be sometimes for comedic effect um, this, like, what if Batman just took one step in the wrong direction? What if he just took a little bit of steps in the wrong direction, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, like, morally, I really fall... Um, I really enjoyed those parts of Batman, the ones where they start questioning what's right, what's wrong. Yeah. Um, the ethical conversations of Batman. Yeah, because that's where, like, in the second movie of the Nolan trilogy, like, with the Joker, you know, you, you start to see it a lot there, too, where he's like, no, we're not too different, and what would you be without me? You know, what would Batman be without the villains? Mm. Well, he wouldn't be Batman. Mm. And I think it's a Injustice League. Like, I didn't mind Ben Affleck as Batman. What bothered me was Batman's character seemed to change entirely. Because there's a scene where he's driving the, like, Batmobile and just, like, taking out... Like, I'm like, if I'm supposed to believe that you didn't just kill that other car when you blew it up, <laughs> like, oh, they're fine, you know, they'll all get out. I just watched Batman seemingly, like, blow up all the bad guys throughout those movies, and I was like, is this supposed to be a different Batman? Yeah, for Or is sure. this the same, like... No, no I, it's definitely not the same Batman that we see throughout a lot of the, like, comics. Like, yeah, yeah Batman's never had this idea that, like... I don't know. His big thing is always that he wasn't going to kill people. Yeah. And like Justice League, it seemed like he was doing it a lot. He was going out of his way to kill people. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, I didn't want to get into Justice League too much because I really, (laughs) I'm a huge DC fan. DC is like my favorite comic series. Like the Detective Comics are really good. And uh, Justice League didn't cut it for you. No. Okay, so like Batman versus Superman. Even though there are a lot of that's inconsistencies. That's the one I think I'm referring to. Yeah, you that's are. That's the one where Batman's He's just like up. killing people, yeah, out of anywhere. Um, I'll admit that is an inconsistency with Batman's character for sure. Yeah. Um, but I did like the movie when it was like when it was made. I was like, this is a good movie. I don't know why people are upset. Yeah, there's a like couple bad scenes in it where it's like, 
Martha! You oh, know? That's the Batman Lego movie again. Is <laughs> They're like, he's like, wait, your mom's named Martha too? <laughs> yeah. It's a... It's ridiculous, but like if so, in a movie, it doesn't make any sense, right? In a movie, that scene looks so ridiculous and stupid. Well, we understand what they're getting at, but like at the peak of (laughs) yeah, in real life, that would be such a crazy moment to realize that this alien, this person that is not from your world that you believe should die because he is bringing more problems to your world, Mm -hmm. um, which is social commentary for you know. People coming from other countries into your country, um, and hearing that you you have the same mother's name. It, before there was no relation, right? There's no Batman yeah. had no way to relate to Superman. He's this this godlike being who came in and just starts killing people and allowing for major destruction to happen throughout the rest of the world. It makes sense in a movie moment, though. Save Martha. <laughs> What'd you say? Or maybe it's just like the. What'd you say? Her maybe it's just watching two two beefy guys have a mom <laughs> moment oh. at the peak of a man fight. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the problem is that it's a total like bro moment. Like you're just waiting for one of them bro. to go like, bro, that's my mom's name, bro, and then bro, no way. Like, I love you. Come here. <laughs> Oh, and then they hug, and then, yeah, just, like, this sappy music starts playing. That's the problem, is that's how it feels. <laughs> I think they could have done it in a way that wasn't so, like... Like, even if he just said, like, please save my mom instead of save Martha, and it was just more of, like, your mom. Like, because maybe, like, Batman never really thought, like, where did this person come from? He just was like, this alien needs to be stopped. And that's his real the moment that he realizes, like, wait, yeah, you're... You're real. You're a person. I don't know. I don't. That's a hard scene to, to pull off in a movie. I get it, but like, maybe just don't do that scene then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> as far as Justice League went, like, I didn't really care for either of those two movies the first time. This I haven't watched Batman versus Superman a second time, but Justice League I watched recently. I was like, eh. As long as you're like, you know, watching again just to watch you already know what's ahead of you, it's not as bad as I thought. Oh, I disagree. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you don't know anything about the DC universe, it's not as bad. No, it's bad. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> just it, forget it then. I, maybe. Maybe it's not as bad. Aren't I they mean, remaking it? Some, Isn't there like yeah, a, there's a Snyder Cut coming out. And you're excited for that? Or yeah, just, I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. So you hate the movie, but if they add 30 more minutes into it, you're... That's not what this you're is. into it? That's not what this is. Oh, Jamie, okay. did you know anything about the Snyder Cut? I know there's like extra bad guys, which mm. confuses me as to how yes, but they no. just didn't make the cut the first time or something. That's not how... So Snyder was the original make guy who yeah, made the movie. Yeah, I remember all movie. that. His daughter died unexpected, ex- unexpectedly during the creation of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then as, uh, as they're coming out, they get a new director in there. He changes everything about like the way that he changes the lighting in a lot of the scenes. He changes the way it's not as dark. It's not as who was the new guy? Is that Whedon? Whedon, yeah. Oh. Um, changes a bunch of stuff. Changes how it looks. Makes it very much more a Marvel cinematic like universe kind of feel. You get these like weird um, moments where Batman's like my leg, you know, <laughs> kind of stuff. My leg. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's way too jokey in a lot of places it shouldn't be for, like, a, a DC movie. It makes more sense as a Marvel movie. When you look at, like, what, like, Snyder's been doing in just the, the trailer, 
it looks like he's adding more of that backstory that we never got to see with the 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 true yeah. Justice League. Yeah. And we're gonna. I'm hoping that we're gonna see more of what that story would have looked like, and especially what it would have looked like under a full direction of Snyder, right? Because mm-hmm. now he doesn't have you know a, a corporate entity saying like, "Hey, you can't do like those kinds of things." He has HBO, but people want to see a like four hour long movie. Yeah. So, which I, I maybe I I know this would be a risk to development companies. But I don't mind watching really, really long movies. Nope. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother me either. Uh, However, it costs more to make those. Yeah. Than it usually is worth to go to a theater and watch it once. I also right? probably won't rewatch it the longer it is. That's true. But I don't rewatch movies a ton because I see yeah. so many. So I don't mind sitting down and enjoying one long movie. However, Coco. I don't need my children to sit in a two to two and a half hour long movie. <laughs> Because that's very different territory. <laughs> I mean, I watch Lord of the Rings every year. Yeah. And those are... That's that's a day. I watched it all in one day this year, so... It's a whole day of... My kids came down after like hour seven. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you've been watching this movie for a long time. <laughs> yes, and I'm not done. It's the extended edition. I've got four more hours. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm getting to the final movie. <laughs> Yeah, me and uh, a friend went to see when the final Batman trilogy, Nolan trilogy, was yeah. coming out. We The movie theater was doing all three back-to-back. So we Ooh. went and we just spent the whole day sitting in the movie theater eating popcorn, refilling our buckets. That sounds great. <laughs> and just watching all the movies. Unfortunately, when we finally got, you know, you spent the whole day building up to it. I don't know how you felt about the third one, but it didn't like, it didn't feel memorable to me. It felt like a solid conclusion based off yeah, of the I'll fact give you that. that, like, I think the problem was that Heath Ledger had died um, yeah. and was supposed to be an integral part to the third movie. Oh, was he? Yeah. There was supposed to be a, a Joker card to reference um, at the end of the second movie. There was supposed to be a Joker card to reference that he had gotten out again. Gotcha. Um, and that he was supposed to play some kind of part in this third movie, which I think they had to fill the time with, you know, more of that one story arc that they had. Which, that, that's the problem, is those movies had two stories happening simultaneously simultaneously most of the time. Mm-hmm. And this one only had one story, and it was a very obvious, like, setup, and, yeah. Instead, we got Bane, who sounds like a he's Western, a Western prospector. Mm, he's gotten to my gold again! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I'm going to break your back, Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I didn't know much about Bane in general, and that voice from the get go, I was like, "This is a bad guy." <laughs> this is very. Yeah, that's the guy from uh, Mad Max. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Uh, who is it? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Dang um. It. Dang oh it. no! It's um, Jamie. Quickly look it up. Yeah. If anyone's <laughs> watching us live right now, tell us what his name was. Isn't it? Uh, okay, I'm looking it up. Maxwell Fancy Pants. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yep. yeah. Yeah. Who? Glad we got there. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. Um, <laughs> Which is the first thing that comes up is Bane. Either it's Bane. listening to us. Hello, Batman. <laughs> Hello, Batman. My name is Bane. Uh, it, probably some of the Batman I think I've enjoyed the most, and this was unexpectedly, was uh, one of the video games. Um... I think it was the last one they well, 
Telltale did video a series. Yeah. Did you ever play those ones? No, I never did. So I I got to like episode two and I was like thoroughly like engaged in this and then my PlayStation died and I lost my save and I didn't want to do episode one all over again right away. So, <laughs> but those those were crazy because it was and I don't know if this is canon or just like one of the multiverses of Batman, if you will, but it was. Uh, the question of is his parents were they basically mob bosses too? Is all of his money come? Oh yeah, from evil and all this good that he's built. Like it's yeah with Thomas fraudulent. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the bad guys are like, what are you talking about? Your parents were my friends. We hung out and ate all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the big moral question of that one. You know, like is everything I've done a lie or is all this money I'm using, <laughs> yeah, is Batman built on on the mob kind of thing, which it seems like it. Yeah, I mean through a lot of uh, through a lot of comics, through a lot of story, mm-hmm. I, I think that you you often see like Thomas Wayne may maybe towards the end tried to get out of it mm-hmm. um, and didn't want to be a part of it, but a lot of the time you also see like you know there's a reason why someone wanted to kill him. Yeah, you know. Well, I didn't get far enough to find out if that really was the case, but it seemed like uh, um, Watson. <laughs> Watson. What was his name? The. Oh my gosh! I'm forgetting everything now. The 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 the. the I don't even know what his job's called anymore. Butler. Thank you. <laughs> his butler, who is who is. Don't leave me hanging. What's his name? I don't know what you're talking about, James. You're leaving me... Not cool, man. Fine. I'm using Google again. Batman Butler, everyone. Batman Butler? Is, of course, called Alfred. (laughs) Alfred? Because I'm not insane. Um, Yeah, his name's Alfred. I love Alfred. Alfredo. 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 Pennysworthio. Pennysworthio. Um... What was why did I oh he seemed to confirm that yeah like your parents probably were I didn't want to get mixed up in it kind of thing so so that that added an extra intrigue into it but I think it was Arkham Knight the video games you play that one nope so that game I haven't played any of them that's Batman probably games. the deepest I've gone into like Batman lore because that game brought in every like just everything you meet so many of the bad guys and they do it well in a way that's interesting. Because not everything can do that. Like, what, the the second Spider-Man movie with... Um, the Raimi one or the... Well, both, actually. Both Spider-Man 2s, for me, they brought in, like, so many bad guys that, like... I think you're talking about Spider-Man 3 in that one. Maybe. Spider-Man 2 oh, and yeah, yeah. Doc Ock. Which one has the, like, sand guy? Mr. Sandman? Yeah. Uh, Is that the second? That's or the third? third one. So the third one... Like, there's too many bad yeah. guys to focus on, but I can focus enough. But the next time they did it, with that weird soundtrack, uh, the second Spider-Man movie. The Amazing Spider-Man? I think two? so, yeah. Yeah, where they had, like... There's so many bad guys. 30 different bad and guys. And I don't, like, have time to focus on them, or who yeah. it is, or why they're important, or They're guys backstory. they just, like, mention. They're just like, and there's this bad guy. And yeah. they're like, oh, oh really? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, uh, surprisingly, that... The Batman video game, um, the one that I was talking about, did such a good job at bringing them, I think it's Arkham Knight, bringing in all these different components, telling their stories. And then a thing that Batman sometimes does better than others is 
help you understand why the bad guy's a bad guy rather than just like paint them in a yep no they're just the bad guy you beat up bad guys instead mm-hmm. there's sometimes this moral like yeah why do they become bad were they always bad no why were they good before what caused them to cross the line and kind of paint all those stories into it yeah and that's that's where that kind of thing that I was talking about earlier where they kind of show like what Batman could do and how he could become uh, you know bad himself how he could do something terrible um, and I think even one of the Batman games, if I remember right, one of the stories is like they're trying to just get Batman to do like one terrible thing mm. so that he sees like that he could become a monster kind of a thing or something like that. Yeah, and I can't remember if it's that one or not, but like you just like you think that he's like died or something at one point, but when you find him again, he's basically he's got all the bad guys in cages. In, in his clock tower, like seemingly doing experiments on them. Yeah. <laughs> because he's got, uh, there's a poison that's like making him evil or something. Making and he's like, yeah. So, he, yeah. Is that the one? It's turning him the into poison, the Joker? Or poison for Joker. Poison. Goose yeah. <laughs> goes poison. Yeah, but he's, uh, I think so. Like he starts looking kind of insane while he's like trying to. Do experiments, and you're like, uh, Batman, are hey, you hey, still a good guy? Hey, maybe don't do that, buddy. Yeah, it's the the um, scarecrow is the one who's like, yeah. doing all this stuff to his brain and making him seem kind of evil and whatnot. So. That first Bat- Nolan Batman movie with Scarecrow, that like, oh man, that made me go like, whoa, what? A, a, a bad guy who can give you like nightmares? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I was a kid, so that was, like, just really easy to, like, catch me, I guess. But, like, I know Scarecrow's not, like, this huge villain or anything, but, like, he shows up that one time, like, on top of the horse kind of a thing, and the world's, like, distorted, and I'm like, this is terrifying! Wow! Uh, So that was one of the moments that, like, kind of, like, resonates with me. I don't know why, but, like, that just stuck in my head as one of, like, the coolest Batman moments is, like, there's this villain that can make even Batman terrified of him. And, like, you know, there's the, the whole, like, well, I don't fear anything because I got over my fear of bats. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of unintentionally funny. Yeah, well, I think the fear in that video game that he works on is Joker died in the last one. And this one's not Joker um, coming back to life, but he starts hallucinating Joker as Joker's turning Batman into Joker. Is this a 21 Reasons Why? <laughs> or 12 Reasons Why? What's the... I don't know what that is. <laughs> a really crappy Netflix show. Oh, okay. Well, no. So, I don't know. He's just like, he starts going insane, and he, Joker basically is coming back to life through Batman, because that's like his greatest fear. So, so he starts like, it, it's whatever you were talking about, the hush noise or... <laughs> what? What was the movie you said where Batman's Joker... Where Batman is Joker? Yeah, or the comic. Batman the... Who Laughs. Okay, all right. The Hush is something else. Or something. Yeah. I mean, there's the the one where, like, Joker, like, kills, like, you know, everybody, and it's terrifying and awful, and that's mm-hmm. one of, the, like, the best Batman, like, animated movies of all time. Hmm. So, here's a question. Since Joker is, like, one of your favorites on it, yeah. how do you feel about um, Jack Nicholson's joker like the old one yeah the kind of like flamboyant flamboyant 
colorful mob boss mob boss Joker. Because I, I didn't, I didn't even walking. see those when I was growing up. I watched those. No, I watched like the first one like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Which I, uh, is hard after seeing Heath Ledger's version. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. Um, I think that Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger are totally two different Jokers. And they're both on top of their game as to what like the Joker is. Mm-hmm. So like that version I really love because I think it embraces the campiness of Batman. Of like the Batman series. And just his like his smile being forced the entire time, yeah. and even when he's frowning and upset, he's smiling, and his willingness to just make everything a joke. Everything Batman tries to take serious in that movie, the Joker just won't let him. Mm-hmm. And like the terrible things that he's doing with a smile really makes you see like the corporate greed and everything that's going on, and like the the nastiness that we have in our own country. So uh, I really like it. I think that it plays to a. Um, I think it, it plays really well in the Batman series, especially with those movies. Um, I think that Joker fits that world very well. Yeah. However, I think that like a Heath Ledger Joker um, is more of my favorite. I know it's super edgy and like everyone dressed as, dresses as him for Halloween now, um, but like, man, that Joker really makes you think. Like, technically, like he's not he's not far off from the right answer like he doesn't want the money the money's not the problem he burns money he's like ah, i don't i don't care about that that's not what i wanted yep. i i don't want care if people live or die um it's not about that to him that's not what the problem is the problem is that batman creates more problems you know batman being there being in the city of Gotham brings more villains, brings people that are harder, stronger, faster to come and hurt the city. And the Joker is just a reaction to Batman. Is just saying you act like you're this this saint, you act like you're this perfect person, and I think it's a it's it's a good commentary on what the church looks like to me. Um, church is the Joker. I think so. I think the modern church has very Jokerish kind of like vibes because we preach Explain this. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, we preach this this love. We preach being able to try to like you know we preach that we're going to go out and try to help people, but in a lot of ways we hurt our communities that we're in. Um, you know, I believe that I, I go to a church that we try not to be that way, right? But. Um, and, and the majority of churches in America probably aren't this way, but there are the small few that are, and that's what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. is the ones that will say, you know, you need to love your neighbor, but will push people out of their church for being gay, for being for um, for having a drug addiction or something. will push people away from the church and say, you can't be here if you don't dress properly. Um, those kinds of things. That's just so hypocritical towards what our faith is, right? And I think that the Joker kind of, it's not just that. He's not obviously talking about that in the comics. But for me, when I kind of refocus on it, that's where it comes to for me, is this idea that the church that we live in today is so hypocritical, just like the Joker. Um, we we want to say like all these positive things and have this positive uh, view, and we want everyone to think that we're super happy, um, which isn't what Jesus has called us to, right? Like we're not called to have these perfect, fun lives where everything's great for Christians. It, it's this called to to being willing to sacrifice yourself 
for the people around you, for the greater good, for God, for what we want, what we want to see the world become, um, which Batman does resemble, right? That's the that's the small line where it can change. And I think the church um, is where you see that, that plainly in the real world, mm-hmm. is there's the hypocrites who will tell you that they're for, you know, for the people, because Joker thinks he's doing the right thing. The Joker thinks that he is, you know, saving Gotham, essentially, right? Because he's saving them from these people that just want to tear down, like, well, he's bringing problems, right? You're, you're bringing these people with drug addictions into the church. You're bringing gay people into the church. You're, you're bringing the people that we hate into the church. How dare you? Um, when we're just tr- – all those people are trying to do, all people that are trying to invite those people in to bring them into a community is to help them see God, you know? So that's that's where it comes from me. But that's because I have to relate everything to Christianity. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a lot of times when I'm watching Batman, it gets so dark where I'm like, I have no takeaways. <laughs> yeah, because uh, – you know, like, and, and that is one of the tough parts too. Batman is. Oh yeah. You know, when that second movie came out and we had the shooting in Aurora, which still impacts us to this day. You know, you can't dress up certain ways when you go to theaters for fear that you're hiding firearms or things like that. And, yeah. Um. It, it is difficult with the fact that it happened around a movie that was so surprisingly dark. Where you're afraid, like, are we feeding this with these kinds of movies? And 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 just those kind of moral questions come into it as well. You know, same with uh, the latest Joker movie where there is such division right now. And, and there's kind of like this villain who is his story is painted so well as to like how it brings him to that point. Mm-hmm. Could it possibly look like an icon to follow in a time of division? Um, those are just questions from like a entertainment standpoint where you're wondering what will the morals be that people will take away? Not not necessarily Christians, you know. I yeah, feel yeah. like we're usually like, no, guys, this isn't right. But there's that fear sometimes of is the world, would they see a movie like that and be so entranced by it to like, yeah, this is the way, you know. I, I don't know. This is the way. Um, <laughs> my queen. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. And if you don't know what we just did, it's it's a meme. Yeah. Do you know the way? It's a meme. I hope you know the meme. Um, but I think that some of the like, especially with that Joker. Um, I I really love that movie. I I think it speaks to a a marginalized people in society that. Um, that we see doing crime, right? Like you see these people that are marginalized being pushed to the to their limits just on what they have in their houses to eat, what they have socially, they have no families to go back to a lot of the time. And then when they commit a crime, we're like, why did you do that? Why did you steal that bread, Jean Valjean? Well, I was trying to feed some children, you know, Javert. Uh, I think that that's a very, those moments, that's what that, that was trying to show is this moment of like, He's definitely doing something wrong, right? Like, by the end, it's very clear this guy is not mentally stable, and he is doing bad things. If it doesn't tell you enough, they even named the movie Joker so that you know that this is going to be a villain, Hmm. right? Um, I I think maybe where where you're coming at, and I I get it, I I think we disagree on how the movie, like, portrays the villain kind of a thing. Because I think that you definitely come from the, the side where it's like, 
oh well uh well the joker is uh like kind of glorifying some of these killings and stuff like that and i agree there are moments where it definitely happens especially with the um the scene where he kills the i couldn't even the show host (laughs) yeah there are two scenes of that movie i just have my head down like i can't handle this and you know you're right i have seen some reaction from people on like facebook um that have been like uh especially when it becomes a meme template where people are like glorifying like Mm-hmm. Killing off certain people, mm-hmm. um, I, I can let you guys know I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Trump fan, um, but please don't don't say like we should kill Trump. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone deserves to just be be killed, guys. Um, so like those moments, I, I get, and I think that that comes from this idea that because um, you know every even Christians, the Jews back when Jesus was around, we all hope for that person to come back. That's going to lead us with a hammer and destroy our enemies in front of us. You know, that's what we kind of like look for and we wish for as humans. We want to see like violence be the way out of things. But I, I think that Jesus is going to, is the, obviously the person that says like, no, no, like. Cross is the way out yep, of things. The cross is the way. Yeah. You got to take that responsibility on yourself and, uh, and, and take, the, take that weight and that pain upon yourself and not extend it to more people and just as we talked about last week with snowpiercer don't just continue to have that cycle going right mm-hmm. we don't need more violence stop stop killing people um you just went through um sunday um mlk's letter when he was in yep. uh was it birmingham yeah birmingham jail it's very different uh take from even what we see today where yeah like he kind of prophesies into what we see today where he's like look if the white church and the church at large doesn't step up to take care of this, I'm afraid the violent way is going to look like the way to go and our streets will be filled with chaos and blood, you know? Yeah. And, like, we're starting to see, not not to that level, from what I understand, like, I think I saw a stat yesterday that, like, 92% of um, Black Lives Matter's protests have been peaceful, so... When we say, like, violent, we're focusing on a few select ones. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, those could still give rise to more violence if if we don't find this other option of following Jesus in the midst of all that. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, uh, when I see a movie like Joker, for me, it's like, I understand this is wrong. I understand. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's not so much of a problem. It's more of my fear, could it become a love letter to those who feel like violence is the answer or yeah. like maybe the Joker's not so bad after all, let's rise up. As a story, it's a story. You know, It's more yeah, no. what do you do with that story or how does it fuel you, I guess. Yeah, I know. No, from the first time, what I was saying is the first time that we saw it, uh, we had that conversation. I was like, I don't think that'll happen with people. I don't think that's true. And then I watched like people reacting to it. I'm like, oh, no, no. Jamin was right, you know. People are reacting very, very strangely to this. Like, oh, yeah, this moment where, where the Joker kills somebody. Oh, man, that's so great. I'm like, really? Yeah, no, that's... Like, yeah, it, it makes sense to me, like, in the story. That's that's where it has to go. Like, logical logical conclusion is he's been t- suffering through his entire life. The, the way that he... It's either he's going to change and redeem himself, which we see in every hero movie, or he's going to continue on and he's going to do something terrible, right? Mm. So, I mean, uh, and we see where it goes in the Joker. I, I think that it makes sense 
uh, it makes sense that he does that. Do I think that it's a, a like good thing that people should be like, yeah, g- yeah, that's a great choice. Go ahead, keep doing that. No, no, it's no. Yeah, and I've had those moments in movies before when I'm watching, and this goes back to stuff we talked about in Nerd Church, like trying to discern yeah. you know, what is okay to absorb and whatnot. There have been moments in movies where I'm watching and something horrible happens, and there's that maybe fleshly part of me that's like, that was what I wanted, or like slightly wants to like, yeah, you know, and then like there's this, super conviction that comes on me in those moments where I'm like, what are you Jamin? This this isn't okay. Like this isn't what Jesus says created as a way. Like you can't get excited about this or you know, hop on these moments. Uh for Brian Zond and I think I I don't think I talked about it on this podcast before, but like one of the things that turned him towards pacifism was he was watching I think it was Operation Desert Storm on T V while eating pizza. Like, invited friends over. Let's watch the war. You know, like, it's Hunger Games, basically, you know. Because it was broadcast on TV. Just go watch people kill each other. And so they were watching it, eating pizza like it was entertainment. And he was in his office one day, and God convicted him. He's like, that was your greatest sin. He's like, oh. And, like, that completely changed his... Yeah. His story, his narrative, and, like... That happens to me sometimes. I think it actually was Hunger Games. There's a part in the third movie that happened where I was like, no way! Like, that, oh, man. I'm like, why did you just get excited about that? That's like the most horrible thing that's happened in this series so far. And I was like, oh, wow. I can't believe I, like, my heart jumped at that or I felt celebratory or anything. Yeah. like. A, so I've had those moments, too, where it's like, man, I got to watch what I put in front of me. And how I dissect these narratives, because the flesh of me would be like, yeah, and then the spirit of me would be like, no, like that was bad. <laughs> Despite the way that any movie tried to phrase it to you, that was not okay. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, I agree, one hundred percent. What are we talking about, Batman? Yeah, I think now it's Hunger Games. Apparently, but, you know. <laughs> that's usually how these podcasts are going so far. <laughs> yeah, there was some Lord of the Rings sprinkle in there, and uh, <laughs> a few other random segues. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting how you bring Batman into application for symbolism today. I don't think I always see those moments in Batman. I usually see like. Uh, Let's paint the most intense moral philosophical picture we yeah. can, but I don't walk away usually with application. <laughs> That's like all I ever do with media. Yeah. It's well, always got to apply to my life in some way. Yeah. I think Joker was so clear as to what the application could be if you were to take it. That's where I was like, oh my goodness. You know, that was where I got nervous. But Well, I saw the opposite application. Which that's is great strange, if right? that's what you see. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I, I saw that. I saw the opposite application, too. My fear was most people Wouldn't would not. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, you see the complete opposite I had too much hope for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because on another end, I mean, that movie did a good job at saying, are we paying attention to the um, those with disabilities and yeah. emotional issues and uh, physical issues all around us? And that... I think that's part of what made the movie also so real is like, wow, most of us are watching this and we realize we're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. 
yep. we create our villains or we we treat people like this and uh, I think that spoke volumes in that movie in a way that probably no other movie has portrayed yeah it worded it completely different than we're used to seeing right yeah so like it, it told us this story of why are people committing crime it did it it did the 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 great story of uh, Lemes, but from a totally different perspective mm. um, why do people do, commit crime well it's because they're in a bad situation like no one you hear criminal like you know there's there's crime that we view from like people that are higher up um, but that's usually the abuse of power because they want they have power and they want to get more power or force others to have less power mm-hmm. and less control over something, um, which is a, a lot different than the crime that I'm talking about. The 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 more petty crime, the stealing, the um, the violent crimes of like uh, like violent like murder um, is a little more than petty, right? Um, but like the murder and stuff like that, when, where does that come from and why does it get to that extreme? Um, and it, it usually stems from this person has a mental illness. This person um, needs some kind of help. It's not necessarily that this person is just like in, in Rick and Morty, the guy who's just like, I just love killing. Yeah. Like that's not usually what it is. It, it stems from a psychological disorder. It stems from um, many years of uh, malnutrition, mal- um, uh, bad parenting um, practices where maybe they didn't even have a parent in their lives. Um, so, you know, how are we fixing the problem? Are we letting it happen and just saying, well, they need to change? Or are we being proactive and going out and trying to help, you know, kids that are in bad situations? Are we trying to um, help families get to a point where they can be able to feed their kids regularly? Like, are, are we try- Are we going out and trying to help the future? Or are we just giving, you know, the great hindsight question of, well, you know, we should have done this. Well, that's a great answer if, if what you say is going to actually apply to something. But, yeah, no. we. I, I think that movie for me, brings up that moment of what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know, are you going to let the next the next kid become the Joker? Or are you going to try to do something that every single person in that movie had a chance to help him? Yeah. Like almost every character. And they all just were like, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. It's not my job. And I think that that's one of the... It's a good Samaritan. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um and I think that's one of the, the problems with America is we get so focused on, you know, I have something to do, I have somewhere to be, I have to, you know, I have my own problems that we we don't want to reach out and help the people around us. And I, I, I suffer from the same problem a lot of the time, you know. Um, it's it's hard to, to think outside of yourself a lot of time, especially in America where we're told that, you know, the self is like the most important thing. You know, we're self-made. We, we, you know, everything that we do, we're pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and taking, like, taking our lives by our, by our own hands. And um, that's just not, just not the, you're not going to be happy if you, you try to do that, you know? You're not going to be, you're not going to feel fulfilled um, when you try to do things all on your own. You're, you, you need, first of all, you need God. <laughs> you need Jesus, but that's just because I'm a Christian and you're going to hear that. Um, but also you need people in your lives. You need to be able to want to help others. Um, and you need to be able to push yourself to, to you know, extend your, extend your, your reach, your, your, uh, what you can do. Go out and help people. Go out and do things. Don't just 
continue to make yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I mean, I'm surprised just how deep uh, we can go with the conversation of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we probably just scratched the surface. I don't know if there was other things you were hoping to get into or no, not too much. I usually let want to just you know see where the conversation goes for these, but yeah. So, in conclusion, then favorite Batman series for you? Uh, oh no. Uh, the probably the Christopher Nolan um, yeah. series. Or you could choose comics too. If uh, you okay, prefer. yeah, comics. Um, a lot of them. So I'm just gonna say the Christopher Nolan series to keep it keep it short. And I don't know the names of a lot of the series that I've I've watched but, yeah. um, or read. Uh, what about you? Favorite Batman series? Uh, I think probably that video game I mentioned has done the best job I've seen at trying to kind of submerge you in his world without overwhelming you. Uh, forget what it was called already. Arkham Knight. Yeah. I'll I'll give the Nolan series a a tie with uh, the Killing Joke. That one's the cartoon, right? Yep. I almost rented that one. I wasn't sure if it was. It looked like the reviews were really high. It's really good. Um, don't watch it with your kids. I don't plan on watching any Batman. Yeah. With my kids. <laughs> I mean, you can watch At this the, age. You can watch the Adam West Batman with your kids. Oh, well, I don't want to watch the Adam West. Robin, Batman's. give me the shark repellent. <laughs> Is that actually a line? Yes. Yeah, we're not going to watch that with my kids either. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, then, right here, we'll let Tyler try to create his catchphrase again. Get a merry, awesome bank day, everybody. And that's it. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>